You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on a Tuesday in the capital city on the Big Talker 1700 and a great show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, the latest on Iowa State at about 4.15, 4.20. John Bonenkamp on Iowa uh, and the Hawks coming up at 4.40. Five o'clock, Chris Dobertine, SB Nation, blogging the bracket on hoops. And then at about 525 or so, Brendan Porath, SB Nation, and he will join us from Augusta where they are getting ready for the Masters. So we can't wait for the Masters. Trent and I are both fired up for this week. Trent, how you doing, pal? Uh, doing well. Doing well, Jimmy B. Great national championship win last night for Villanova. I cashed my ticket. Yep. I was happy about that. Yeah. And uh, now it's a long off season, Jimmy B. College hoops, it is my favorite sport. It is number one on my list, but uh, it's going to be an, an interesting off season. You got all the potential news, transfers. That's such a huge market anymore. Iowa, Iowa State, are they going to be involved? Even you and I and Drake, you know, how they're going to be filling out their rosters going into next year. And you couple that with uh, the NBA draft. And, whoa, a surprise right at, right before we take the airwaves, Jimmy B. Here is yeah. a shocker for maybe people just getting out of work, getting into their vehicle right now. Isaiah Moss. Yeah, that Isaiah Moss, the, the Hawkeye guy. Yeah, that guy. He is that going guy. to test the NBA draft waters. Well, look, it's available to anybody. You know that. I mean, you can, you can be uh, a guy on the bench, and you can always fill out the paperwork and yep, throw your yep. name in. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, look, maybe he'll, he's going to do it, and he's going to get feedback. I mean, look, he's nowhere near uh, getting drafted or making a uh, NBA team, mm-hmm. but at least you get feedback, and you get a chance, I'm sure, to uh, work out, show your stuff uh, in front of some of the best basketball minds. And I think a lot of Iowa fans would argue maybe that's not the case always uh, for Iowa basketball. So he gets he gets to hear from other people. So from that standpoint, um, I understand it. Um, you got to be realistic and know that nothing is going to come of it this year. But for Isaiah Moss, good for him. Good for him, and hopefully uh, he'll get some quality feedback and be able to improve his game. Well, and, and there's uh, plenty of aspects that you can look at. He just finished his redshirt sophomore year, two years of eligibility, still remaining with him. He was one of the many names. So basically, everybody on the roster at one point was rumored to possibly be looking at a transfer, but for him, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. He was a guy that redshirted his first year on campus. He'd have to sit out a year lose a year of eligibility, and then would just have one year remaining and uh, would only get to play three years of college basketball if he would transfer. This is another avenue out there, and for him, you know, if you're Fran McCaffrey, I think what you're thinking right now and what you're hoping for as he goes through, he gets a couple of workouts, he has a chance to, to compete. We know there's a lot of talent in Isaiah Moss, and I was of the belief that Isaiah Moss was going to be the difference if he had a big year to push them not just from being a tournament team, 
but being a team that, that could make a run maybe even the second weekend. Now, that was dead wrong. As good as my Villanova pick might have been before the year, that was so far off of what I was thinking this Iowa basketball team was going to be. But, Jim, you saw the talent. You know, the run he had against Minnesota mm-hmm. late in that game, the way that he yep. can fill it up. He was a guy that seemed like when that first shot would go down, if he did a couple of good things early on, he'd be engaged. But the same kind of problems that we saw a year ago in his freshman season still reverted here in a sophomore campaign, and it was it was consistency. There were some games where you could just tell right away, well, this is going to be a game that Moss isn't going to be in it, and there are going to be times that he's going to be riding the bench for a long time. But, but Jim, I look at a guy that still he has a ton of talent there. Maybe this is the switch where he talks to a couple of NBA guys. They say, hey, we right. like the way that you can shoot it. You got athleticism. You have these things. We have to see you do something on the defensive end because there are moments in a game, Jim, where Isaiah Moss, he's locked in, and he can guard people. He can, but it's such a short glimpse. It is two, three-minute stretches, and that's it over the course mm-hmm. of a whole game. That can't be the component. If you want to play in the league, and we all joke about the NBA and no defense and all that stuff, you got to be able to play on the defensive end, though, Jim. And Moss, that's one thing, certainly, I'm sure, he's going to get from the evaluations. we got to see more from you on the defensive end. Absolutely. And, and you have to carve out a niche for yourself. I mean, look, I always go back to Reggie Evans. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy couldn't shoot it really worth a lick when he was in the NBA. He was, his, his range was five feet and in. But he turned himself into a player who was very useful for a lot of different teams by being a terrific defensive player and by being a fierce rebounder and competitor. Energy guy coming off the bench, doing the things that you do best. And I think that gets lost in today's translation because now, Trent, as you well know, it's all about shooting the three, mm-hmm. get, get, get the spread offense, make space, get a clean shot, and jack it up. And, look, Isaiah Moss, you're absolutely right where you referenced the fact, yeah, we saw glimpses, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he rode the pine a lot. He really did. And McCaffrey would take him out, and you wouldn't see him until, like, the start of the second half. Mm -hmm. And if things weren't improved, he was back down on his backside again. So from that aspect, look, I I don't have an issue with a guy doing this, and I hope you're right for his sake. I hope you're right that when he gets into those workouts and gets evaluated that the light bulb goes on because he he is gifted athletically. He truly is. And you can see it from time to time, but it just didn't translate to any consistency at all. No, no. And it was better than it was a year ago in terms of consistency. Remember last year, he was a starter in the second half of the year. There was a game, and I can't remember what it was, but he played like four minutes. He's a starter, and he played four minutes in a game. He played like the first two minutes, got one more glimpse, didn't do what Fran wanted, and that was it. You don't see that happen very often. It was better this year, but it can get even better. That's what you're hoping for if you're Fran McCaffrey. Go get the evaluation, figure out what they need to work on. You know, Moss is six foot five today in the NBA landscape. At six five, you got to be pretty special to be a two guard. He's going to have to tighten up those handles a lot as well. And I, and I wonder I if that's something you know people continue are looking for that point guard or running at times having Bohannon at the two. Can Moss give you 
say six minutes a half or six minutes a game, three minutes each half as the point guard. That's something that he's going to have to be a lot better with handling the basketball. So there are lots of areas of the game that that he needs to improve on to be a guy that even has even a sniff of getting to that level and being an NBA player. I think everybody knows that. And and the the biggest talker in this whole thing in the press release that was just handed down from the University of Iowa, he will not hire an agent. I I think that tells you where his head is. It's a free look. Doesn't cost you anything. Get a chance to go around. Be evaluated. Then come back for your redshirt junior season and and see if you could help this Iowa team turn around what was a dismal 2017-2018. So much disappointment where this team was anticipated for a lot of people of being an NCAA tournament team. They went 4-14 and in the Big Ten. Help get that thing turned around. Improve your handles. Improve on the defensive end. Show some things. And then maybe after next year, you know what? If Iowa does become a tournament team and they surprise and really turn around next year, you take another shot, and you know what? If you go through it, they say again, hey, we still need you to work on this. You can go back again. This is not like mm-hmm. it was in the past where there was right. a one time you put your name in and that was it. You couldn't even pull your name back. There was another time where he could only do it once. You can do this year after year after year. Get a free look and see what they're saying. That's what Isaiah Moss is doing. Look, it's, it's, a, it's the right thing for him to do, and hopefully, like we both – said earlier maybe the light bulb will go on Mm -hmm. and he'll have to understand what he needs to do to compete and also here's the flip side of that Trent if he gets there and he has to compete and he is not good against uh, the competition well then what does he do does he transfer out does he hang around does he you know, look, look, maybe to do something else. You, there's, there's both sides of the coin here because in the NBA, it's a business, and they're not gonna like pat you on the shoulder and say, uh, "All right, son, this is what you kind of need to work on. If you can do this here, this next practice, and then you can't complete that task, uh, they're not going to say, "All right, now." Uh, little Isaiah, please try to do... No. They're going to say, get out. Mm-hmm. Get out, son. You're done. Get out. So from that out, you have to understand, once you once you step to that level, Trent, nobody's going to buy you a Happy Meal after you work out. That's not, that's not the case because then it is a business. And I really hope for him, I hope the light bulb does go on. And I hope that he has success. Mm-hmm. I like seeing kids who struggle early and then find a way to improve and get past that struggle and and become terrific players. That's that's what that's really what it's all about. I mean, it's not just basketball or football or it's it's not just sports. It's in life. You you have your struggles, and it's always how well you can handle adversity to make yourself a better person. That, that, that applies to life, business, athletics, almost everything. It's how well you can pick yourself up after adversity and make yourself a better person. And I hope that works for Isaiah Moss. Good stuff. Well, uh, we will get into that more. we got John Bonacamp coming up here later on this hour at about 440. We'll pick his brain of uh, Isaiah Moss, his decision to test the NBA draft waters and uh, what that means going forward also for Iowa. We'll get into that later. But uh Jimmy B, before we get our first break, we got to talk about that national title game. 
I don't know if there's a whole lot to be uncovered here. It was a blowout after an early hot start out of Mo Wagner and the rest of the Wolverines. Uh, Villanova just took control and really never gave it away in the second half. Yet, even in a blowout, I personally, I was entertained. It, there wasn't a moment where yeah. I just said, oh boy, another, a blowout here. I, I was into it the whole time. How about you? I, I was into the entire game. And once DiVincenzo started going off, I just thought back to Louisville. And uh, now, what was that kid's name? Not Holman. Uh, Spike Albrecht? The kid from... No, uh, no, not Spike. No, uh, uh, the other kid, the kid from Louisville that, that went off, scored like 22 coming off the bench. I'll think of it in a second. And... And I and I thought, man, this is this is just like that guy coming in and and lighting it up, and but it continued in the second half. It just wasn't the first half. So I got enthralled because you know me, I I like what takes place within the game. I watch it differently than fans do, and from that standpoint, uh, I just thought it was real interesting, and how Jalen Brunson got into foul trouble and sat for all those minutes, and yet once Villanova really took control of the game, there was absolutely no way that Michigan was going to have, have a chance to get back in. Because every time Michigan would make a little 5 nothing run or a 6 nothing run, boom, Nova would come down the other way and they'd make a basket. So they did exactly what they had to do. And be honest with you, they did not play their best game. No, nope, in that championship nope. game, yeah, you agree with that, right? No, no, they played. I don't know a B game. I mean that. Yeah, and, and that shows yeah. you they yeah. they didn't play their absolute best and just how good they were. They win by an average of seventeen point seven points per game, second biggest of all time in the NCAA tournament. A dominating performance out of Villanova and a dominating run over the last three years. Two national titles. Last year they were upended in the round of thirty-two by Wisconsin, but. Jay Wright, how quickly the uh, the narrative can change, Jimmy B. You remember where we were three years ago? Oh, Jay Wright. Yeah, they, they have nice seasons, and they get beat before they even get to the Sweet 16. That's that's pretty much what Villanova basketball was, and now he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's, he's, he's automatically in right now. And if he wins another one, oh, my goodness. And he'll have enough talent next year sure. to be right in the hunt again. Mm-hmm. So... Look, the guy's always been a good coach. He was an assistant under Roly Massimino. That's the first time that I met him. And and when Massimino went out to UNLV, Jay Wright went there as well. And then when the Nova job opened up, they went for Jay Wright. And look what he's been able to do. First couple of seasons, pretty bumpy because he had to get in there and, and get his guys and change the culture a little bit from what it was. But after that, they've had nothing but a winning program. And now they're like, talk. look, people forget they had Josh Hart, who, who plays now for the Lakers on that team. I mean, they've had players in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, think, I think it goes back maybe to our conversation that we had a little bit yesterday. People forget about them because they're not in the so-called – SEC or the ACC or the Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, that they, they play in the Big East, and it's a totally different Big East than, than what it used to be, Trent. And I think, I think fans forget how good Nova has been the last four or five years. 
They lost 46 games, Jay Wright's first three yeah. years. 46 games. Yeah. Didn't yeah. make an NCAA tournament until year number four, and here they are. Patience is a virtue, and Villanova found that out in a big, big way. Looking forward to a little more national championship conversation. we got Chris Dobertine stopping by in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk a little bit with him to kick off the 5 o'clock hour about that and a look forward to next season in college basketball. we got to take a break. We're talking Cyclones coming up next. Alex Halstead will join us from CycloneAlert.com. We'll get the latest on spring football there and a little bit more with Alex Halstead. Had an opportunity to talk to the quarterbacks the other day. We'll talk to Alex about that conversation as Zeb Nolan in a battle now with Kyle Kemp after that six-year of eligibility was granted to him. We'll get some thoughts from Alex Halstead. That comes your way next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Sponsored by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving five cents a gallon today. Attention golfers! We've got a sweet deal for you. It's the 2018 Clubhouse Card. The Clubhouse Card goes on sale Monday, April 16th at 9 a.m. Look for the Sweet Deals tab on this station's website to grab yours. Do you want to have the opportunity to try out Central Iowa golf courses for 50% off? Then this deal is for you. Spring is here and it's your chance to play golf at some of Central Iowa's best courses. When you purchase a Clubhouse card, you receive a round of golf with cart to each of the courses for 50% of the cost. Try out courses like Bosland and Impella, Westwood and Newton, Terrace Hills and Pleasant Hill, Willow Creek and West Des Moines, River Valley and Ada and Amanda Colonies. Golf season officially starts soon. So what better way to get ready for the season than by purchasing the 2018 Clubhouse card. These cards will go fast, so plan to get yours before they're gone. On sale Monday, April 16th at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. We alarm our houses. And we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 
or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Swing it a Slam dunk. Touchdown. Sports. It's Jimmy B and TC. Oh, yeah. The word you're looking for is wow. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in. We continue all the way till 6 o'clock tonight right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. You've heard him on this uh, program always on Tuesday around this time. We always appreciate his expertise. He joins us right now. Alex, uh, hello and welcome as always. Let's start a little bit with uh, what you were able to uh, gleam out of the uh, the news conferences following workouts, uh, particularly from the quarterbacks. What do you got? Yeah, so we're... we're... Several weeks now into into spring ball might not feel like it right now, but um, only only about a week and a half left. You know, the spring game obviously is next Saturday, April fourteenth, and so they're marching right through. And we've talked to a good majority of the positions, and uh, you mentioned quarterback there. We talked to Kyle Kemp last night as well as Zeb Noland, and you know, really not a whole lot of storylines there this year because Kyle Kemp comes in as the number one guy, and um, you know, obviously, you know, there's been a lot that's happened in that quarterback room over the course of the last several months really going back to, you know, right before that Oklahoma game and after the Texas game last year when, you know, the Jacob Park stuff happened, you know, Kemp takes over. Then the questions for a few months was Kemp going to be back and get another year of eligibility. Now they've got a new quarterback's coach with Jim Hoffer going to an analyst role and Joel Gordon going from an analyst role to the quarterback's coach. So a lot has happened there, but, it, you know, really not a lot of craziness in terms of this spring Kemp is the number one guy and, and Zeb Nolan's the number two guy. And I think the positive there is that, 
you know, Kemp has eight starts under his belt and, and has some experience, and then you do know at least that the number two guys started and won a Big 12 game, and, you know, if something happens with Kemp or if he doesn't perform once the season gets going, you at least have a guy that you feel comfortable in in Zeb Nolan. You know, it's very interesting, the, the story that came out. You figure Zeb Nolan, a guy that felt like he was the heir apparent, going to take over, and when that six-year year of eligibility was handed off, to Kyle Kemp, it felt like, you know, that that could lead to maybe some hurt feelings, some upset, but that doesn't appear to be the case. Uh, tell us a little bit about what Zeb Nolan said uh, after he found out the news that Kemp was getting that six year. Yeah, I think he'd, he'd probably love to be the number one guy, but he certainly didn't tell us that, and he certainly, you know, I think said all the right things, you know, when talking about, you know, that quarterback room. Now, him and Kemp are close. They both came in at the same time. I think it would have been the the winter of 2016 when Zeb was an early enrollee out of high school and, and Kemp was transferring as a walk-on. So they both came in January of that year and then went through spring ball, and, and they've been pretty close because of that. And so they are good friends and everything, and, you know, they're still kind of the one-two punch in terms of number one and number two at quarterback. But, you know, Zeb, yeah, things did change for him because if Kemp doesn't get that extra year, then, you know, Zeb's probably the number one guy for sure this spring, and then, there maybe would have been some questions, and I know we talked about it a little bit. I didn't get too deep with it because the Kemp stuff, you know, came to fruition and happened for them. Maybe there would have been a grad transfer that still would have come in and either competed to push him or added um, at least some depth behind him that is a little bit more experienced than all these freshmen that got, you know, behind behind Zeb. But you know, he would have been the the number one guy this spring and all that. But he said yesterday that you know him and Kemp are close. That he he gave. He gave Kemp a hug when he found out they were with each other, and you know he said it was kind of a. I think he said it was a sigh of relief because, you know, he knows you know what that could mean for the program. I think the the one thing for for Zeb in this situation, I think, you know, he's okay with this, and and maybe have to take a backseat a little bit this year, is that he's only a retro sophomore. I think sometimes you know, this is his third spring ball. We kind of forget that he's still pretty young because he did go through an extra spring by enrolling early. So even after this year, he have two years, and I think all this time could set him up to be you know, a two-year guy if he proves himself. Uh, let me just kind of follow up with that. Would, because of the way Nolan performed and with Kemp back, would there be any way that they might consider a two-quarterback system? Or am I thinking way, way, way too far outside the box here? Well, both Matt Campbell and Joel Gordon, the, the new quarterback coach, have been asked about it several times this spring, and both of them have have pretty much shut it down. I mean, it, they haven't even really danced around it like maybe that's a possibility. They both said they're they're so similar. You know, obviously they have different traits. You know, we know Zeb can throw the ball deep. He's got a cannon is what all the teammates say, and we saw it a little bit last year in his deep passing, whereas Kemp's more of the efficient, methodical. He'll take deep shots, but he doesn't have necessarily the same arm. So they're they're different in that regard, but Matt Campbell said he just that's just not the you know him and last year when they did two quarterbacks with Joel Joel has such a different skill set he came in to basically run the ball you know Matt Campbell said that's just not the situation with with Kemp and Zeb so they've shut it down but they haven't turned down the option of say doing Kyle Kemp and Real Mitchell because they're so different so they would consider something like that but it doesn't sound like sound like they're really at all considering uh, two quarterbacks unless they're drastically different like Joel was last year or like Real could be in the future. Do you see this as a true competition? Do you do you think this is something that's going to, you know, go into the summer and, and into August camp or do you feel that the that the leap 
between Kempton and Nolan is still pretty significant? I think it's pretty significant just in the sense that I don't see any way that it's not Kyle Kempton on September 1st against South Dakota State. Now, I do think it's a competition in the sense that, you know, if, if Kyle Kemp doesn't perform as he needs to in those those first weeks of the season, that Kemp is, can, or I'm sorry, that uh, Zeb Nolan can always, you know, take his spot. You know, I think there, there, there is some something behind him pushing him, but I just don't see anything being able to happen between now and fall camp in, the, in September 1st for, you know, Kyle Kemp not to start. But I think the one thing that's got to be kept in mind for Iowa State fans, and whether it's injury or otherwise, you know, Iowa State, I don't think, has had the same quarterback start every single game since 2008 when Austin Arnott did. So it's been so long that you know, how often do a lot of college pro- programs get through a season with just the same quarterback? So I think Zeb's going to – there's a, odds would say he's going to play at some point this year. You hope it's not because of injury, obviously. But, you know, I, I think at least at the very least they've got someone that they feel comfortable with in that backup spot. Um, Alex, Rial Mitchell uh... – Campbell already came out and said, I got to find ways to get this guy on the field. Would it be similar to something that they used for Joel Lanning, even though Mitchell is not Joel Lanning and, and having that kind of, of body and, uh, and, and can bulldoze people over? So if they were going to use him, how would they use him? Yeah, Matt Campbell, you know, when he was asked about it, he didn't want to commit to saying he's going to play as a true freshman. He said that. You know, they have seen some some glimpses of promise in terms of athleticism and speed and things like that through winter workouts and then, you know, into just the first few practices. But, you know, they're they're not really close to committing to it for sure, but they are going to, I think, continue to play around with it. And um, that is the thing. He would have a special package. It wouldn't necessarily be the dual landing package because you're not going to use a guy like Real Mitchell to, you know, come in at the five-yard line probably and, you know, try to be a fullback type guy that just runs up the middle and gets your gets you a, a touchdown so they would use him in, in the same way in terms of you know he would have a special package that he comes in once in a while but you know it probably more of you know different types of athletic type things where you know maybe you put him and david montgomery in the backfield and do some different things there i think that's just stuff they're playing around with and who knows if it'll actually happen i think there's a lot of things that they they're they're interested in this year you know that they like to maybe consider double tight ends at times, I think. They'd like to consider putting two running backs in the backfield because of the depth they have there. They might move some of the running backs to wide receiver at times this year. So there's all sorts of things that they're playing around with that I think they would like to do. I think you know, we'll find out in the fall if they're actually going to do it or if it's just kind of talk in the spring. Well, in front of that quarterback position, it's going to be uh, an offensive line that now has some depth there. I know last week Jeff Myers, the new offensive line coach, talked a little bit about that depth and I mentioned seven different guys there. This is what Matt Campbell has been building towards, having the kind of depth up front. Do you expect a big jump forward out of this offensive line going into next season? Yeah, I do think I do think it's going to be be improved and I think it's going to be, you know, obviously Matt Campbell's best so far at Iowa State, but I think 2019 is really the year that we could really see it hit its stride. But I do think like you said, this year could take another jump. You got you know, four guys that have started games and Julian Good Jones, uh, Bryce Meeker, Josh Kniffel, and, and Sean Foster. And so you got four of your five guys. Those guys are probably going to start, you know, at four of the five spots. Although, you know, coaches have been adamant in saying that they think everything's up for grabs. They don't want anyone to get really too comfortable. And they've kind of shown that to players. You know, last week there was a practice where Julian Good Jones, who we've known as the center for the last year, played left guard. And, you know, they've moved 
you know, tackles to guards and, and things like that. They've, they move guys around to get them to be comfortable at different positions and also kind of show them that, you know, nobody's spot is for sure set because they want to, you know, try to continue to improve this offensive line. So I do think it'll be improved because I think part of it's just getting more experience. You know, physically, I think they're there. Matt Campbell said they look like an offensive line for probably the first time since he's been here. You know, Meeker and, and Good Jones and Kniffle and those guys, those are all juniors now. And so they've looked the part. I think now it's just getting a little bit deeper in the scheme. And you know, I think one thing Bryce Meeker said was that they got to get better at, in, in a play, being able to react and, you know, do the second thing we're supposed to do in a play if something goes wrong. And so I think some of it is just getting smarter at this point and, and knowing every single play in and out. And so I think they'll be, be better in that regard. And then you do look at some of the guys that are bringing up behind. They're still going to be pretty young this year. Um, but, you know, Robert Hudson and Jacob Bolton and Colin Newell are all three redshirt freshmen that are getting talked about. You know, Jeff Myers said he's comfortable with about eight guys. And if you're going to go to eight deep, those three guys would be in that mix. So they're still pretty young this year, and that's why I think 2019 could be really the year of that offensive line. But, you know, they're really building towards something because as of now, with Oge Udigu still out from that elbow injury, they don't have any seniors that they're really going to lose from their core after this year. Alex Halstead is our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, right here on the Big Talker 1700. Um, take me then to the wide receiver core. Alan Lazard, gone. They still have some pretty good wideouts. Go through there, and who is going to take really Lazard's spot as the go-to guy? Yeah, so when you look at Alan Lazard, Marcy Murdoch, and Trevor Ryan, they graduate 246 targets. Um, so they lose a ton of targets, and that's, that's obviously more targets than receptions, but they lose a ton of production from those three guys. And I think part of the production that's going to be made up is just the next three guys in order stepping up, which would be um, – you know, Hakeem Butler, Matt Eaton, and Deshante Jones. I think they each translate to the other position. Hakeem Butler filling in for Al Mazzard, Matt Eaton for Marcy Murdoch, and Deshante Jones for Trevor Ryan. So obviously I think some of the production is just going to come from those three guys seeing an increase of production. But then you've got to have a, you know two or three guys that step up because there's still all those targets that are called. And I think it's going to be kind of twofold. I think, one, I think we're going to see tight ends being used a little bit more. You know, Chase Allen and Dylan Sainer are now – Redshirt sophomores, they feel a little bit more comfortable with those guys. Um, both of those guys split out in high school as wide receivers, and so I think we could see them split out wide uh, in Hakeem Butler's slot type role at times. I asked about that and was told that's something that they would like to do, you know, if, if it works. And then I think there's some guys that got to come up behind, and the name we keep hearing from both teammates and coaches, one of the first names is Tariq Milton, uh, coming off a redshirt year. Um, you know, was a guy they got in and probably got because, you know, he had some great issues, but then they he worked through those with summer school last year, got to Iowa State late, and now he's really impressing. So I think he's one guy. I think Jalen Martin could be another guy. And then, you know, they've got four receivers coming in um, from this this past 2018 class, one of them four-star Joseph Skates out of Ohio. His academics are looking good right now. At least he's on track and to get here in June. And so, yeah, I wouldn't count on out someone like him playing, but you know, I think Tariq Milton and Josh Johnson and Jalen Martin are three names that come to mind. But it's really going to be Hakeem Butler's unit, and they're still trying to figure out, do you put him outside of Alan Mazar's spot, or do you keep him where he was last year where he was so productive? 
A lot of look at the offense next week, Alex. We'll dig into the defense a little bit more. I know you have an opportunity to talk a little more uh, tomorrow about that over at the cornerback position. We'll get into that next week here. Quickly, just about a minute left with you. Basketball going into next season. We put a cap on the college basketball season with the national title for Villanova. I see a lot of the preseason number ones for next year have the Jayhawks in the top spot. Big 12 is going to be loaded again next year, it looks like. Yeah, you know, there's going to be a little bit of turnover with you look at a couple guys that you know West Virginia loses and uh, you know especially Carter and I think Baxter Miles and Texas has had some guys you know obviously Mo Bamba's going to the NBA and I think Oklahoma's got a couple of transfers so there's there's some questions but there's like you said everyone's kind of pegging Kansas right up there at the top already and then you have a lot of these teams bringing a lot back and so you know Iowa State's going to be a lot better next year too I think you know at least they're they're geared up to be better. But it's not going to get a whole lot easier in terms of the road. I think Baylor, Oklahoma State um, could be some of those teams down there. And so they're going to have to really figure things out fast because, as we talked about before, they open with Missouri, then they go to the Mallory Invitational. And so they're going to have to be ready from you know, really the get-go in November. Always good, man, when you take time with us. We'll look forward to speaking with you again next Tuesday. Thank you, Alex. Have a good day. Yeah, thanks. You guys, too. That's Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Uh, Trent, well, we're going to go then from what? The Clones to the Hawks here, right? You got it. We're talking Hawkeyes next. John Bonacamp from the Burlington Hawkeye on the Hawkeye Beat. He was over uh, today, and well, we'll get his reaction to the Isaiah Moss news, putting his name into the NBA ring. We'll talk some football and a whole lot more as we take you up until 6 o'clock. It's Hawk Talk next on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. For today, a wintry mix switching to all snow by this afternoon. Not much accumulation in the metro with a high near 35. Clearing skies with cold conditions tonight and a low near 18. I'm local 5 meteorologist Taylor Knust. Sponsored by Discover Card. Discover Card alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Looking for today's hottest wellness trends? Visit GNC, where you'll get them for less thanks to our buy one, get one half off deal. Save on black seed oil, turmeric, and milk thistle. Or mix and match VitaPak programs, male performance, probiotics, fish oil, and more. Our premium GNC brand products go through up to 150 quality checks and are the highest quality wellness solutions and supplements in the industry. But hurry, this buy one, get one half off deal is only available for a limited time. GNC, live well. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. 
The 4,000 ASC certified technicians at Firestone Complete Auto Care will tell you there's nothing wrong with being a cog in a well-oiled machine. Head into Firestone Complete Auto Care and get $15 off a synthetic blend oil chain. Valid April 2nd through April 8th. Most vehicles. Additional fees may apply where lawful. Subject to restrictions available at driveafirestone.com. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B and TC take it up until 6 o'clock tonight. We go from the Cyclones over to the Hawkeyes right now. John Bonacamp from the Burlington Hawkeye. He joins us on the phone line right now. JB, what's going on? How's it going today? Oh, it's I cold. Can't... I know that. Yeah, yeah. Saw flurries uh, floating around out here in Des Moines. It's just... Ah, the weather of Iowa, always a beautiful thing. But 
Well, uh, things certainly heated up right before 4 o'clock, right before we took the airwaves. As uh, we find out that Isaiah Moss is going to test the NBA draft process, not going to hire agent. We've talked about this before and going back to Tyler Cook, even Peter Jock before him. We've Mm -hmm. seen this happen before. And guys, obviously, if you don't hire an agent, have an opportunity to come back. But still, this one came as a little bit of a surprise, at least to me. Because Isaiah Moss, he's he's a long way from being an NBA draft pick, right? And I, I think that I mean I think it, I think you do this not just for NBA. I think you do this for professional, whether it's whether it's G League, which is still my favorite, um, or <laughs> if it's European or you know somewhere overseas, wherever. I, I think I think you you know it doesn't hurt anything to do that. And his numbers are okay. It's not you know, but I mean. Those guys don't look at numbers. They look at certain, you know, certain things that you can do and certain things you can't do. And and so if to get an evaluation from somebody that says this is what you can do, this is what you need to work on, doesn't hurt anybody. And you know, if, if somebody takes a look at him and says, "Look, you know, you're not going to play in the NBA, but maybe you can play somewhere over in Europe and make money." Well, you know, maybe that's a decision he makes. I don't know. But, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's, there's no harm in doing it. There's no harm in testing the process and, and taking advantage of the process, and that's what it's there for. And so, you know, yeah, was it a little bit of surprise? Because, I mean, I was, you know, people were, were hearing things, and I was hearing things that, you know, that, that about his future at Iowa, whether he was going to try something different or whatever. So, I, to me, this is just a way for him to see where he's at as a player and then, Make a decision from there. So he's going to go through the process. Uh, I think we both anticipate he's not going to get glowing reviews back. Does that mean then that if that happens, he's automatically back in an Iowa uniform? Or could he just decide, you know what, I'm not going to be in the NBA right now, but I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity to be in the G League or go overseas and, and make some decent money what do you think is more realistic, him back in an Iowa uniform or him playing professionally outside of the NBA? I think it be, would be him back in, in an Iowa uniform, but, you know, it, it may be a situation where he decides, look, I'm 21 years old, you know, or however old he is. I mean, he's, he's, he's in his third year of college now. And, you know, do I come back for my fourth year, get a degree, um, and then do something after that, or do I go now, you know, because this, is, this may be my only chance to do something like this. You know, who knows? I mean, it, it, a lot depends on, but, but I mean, the, the, the idea, the, I think probably the best thing for him would be to come back for one more season and, and see where he can improve on. Like I said, he'll get feedback from, from scouts and, and whoever looks at him. And, you know, so, I mean, if he gets, if he gets that kind of feedback that can come back and help him, it's probably in his best interest to come back, but you never know. You know, it, it depends on where he is at in life and what he wants to do. But to me, the, the, the realistic thing is he comes back. John, did this kind of catch people off guard a little bit? Uh, were there any rumblings that he might uh, want to do this? And what about this scenario as well? Maybe if he goes and he figures if he gets looked at, then he could make a judgment, well, I could quit school and go overseas and make uh, some money. I don't know if he's good enough to play in the G League, but no. he might be able to make a few bucks overseas. What What about those two possibilities? Oh, sure. I mean, I, I think anything's possible at this point. But, I mean, 
you know, like I said, you know, at the end of at the end of the season, you always hear rumors about guys that are leaving, et cetera, et cetera. And and his name came up, and when it had gotten to this point where, you know, now it's early April, and and a lot of and a lot of you know they've already had you know Ahmad Wagner saying he's going to play football, Brady Ellingson saying he's going to you know be a graduate transfer, and this didn't happen. I kind of figured, okay, you know, the, the movement is uh, you know. The move, the roster movement within Iowa is done, and then, and then this kind of came up today, which you know kind of came out of the blue, I guess, a little bit. And so, you know, like I said, anything's possible at this point. I mean, I, who knows what, you know, who knows what a scout will tell him, and again, who knows where he is at in life and, and what he thinks is best for him. You know, he may just decide, look, I, I can, you know, somebody might tell him, hey, we can get you an overseas deal, and, and we can, you know. You can start going and make some money, and, and you can make good money in, in some of these places over there. So, um, you know, a lot just depends on, on what he hears and, and what he gets out of it in the next couple of months. So uh, with that, uh, a guy coming in that plays his position, uh, shooting guard, Joe Weisskamp. Is there anything to uh, a top 40 player nationally, a four-star player coming into that same spot? You read anything into that? Well, again, I mean, I, I mean, he, there, that might be something he sees as writing on the wall that, hey, you know, this guy's coming in. There's, there's, you know, I mean, there's, there's minutes on this team to be had, and he may say, you know, this guy may take some of my minutes. So, do I want to stay around and be a part of this, or do I want to go make money? You know, who knows what he thinks? But I mean, I, I still think this this kind of opens up, and I, I mean, I think they're probably actively looking for you know, at least one player for next year, and this may kind of speed up that process a little bit, that they may try to find a grad transfer or something like that to come in and play one season and give them an experienced player in the backcourt. But, you know, I mean, like I said, who knows what he's going to do. And if there, is a, if there is a downside to this, it's the late withdrawal thing because, you know, it's, you know, at the end of May, early June, that's very hard at that point to find a replacement. If he if he would leave, or if Tyler Cook leaves, you know, so um, you know, like I said, I think they're probably on the lookout for maybe a player or two to help them because you don't know what those guys are going to decide. John, do you got a feeling on Tyler Cook as well? Do you think he's gone? Some of the rumblings seem to indicate that. Well, when you again, when you when you look at, and I think some and I did not see it. I just I just saw a tweet about it that. You know, somebody did a mock draft of, of the first and second round, and, and Tyler Cook was not in there. Wendell Wingenton wasn't in it either. But, you know, again, those guys haven't had workouts yet. Those guys haven't had tryouts with teams and whatever else. You know, to me, Tyler Cook seems more likely to be playing professionally next year, whether it's here or, you know, wherever. Um, you know, be just because I think he's, he's a little farther along as a player than, than Isaiah Moss is. So if anybody doesn't come back to me, that seems to be the more logical one. But right now, I don't have a feeling one way or the other because, and I think we'll get that more here in the next few weeks once he starts working out with teams and and starts getting looked at by by scouts and whoever. So uh, earlier today, we turned our attention over to football, Iowa City. Mm -hmm. A couple more uh, guys on hand. What did you learn in your days with spring football going on over in Iowa City today? Yeah, I think I, I think that you know I, I it, it, interesting and listening to Coach Polisek today talk about the offensive line. I mean, it's you know the the tackles seem to be kind of set in Werfs and Jackson. The in you know Keegan Renders at center, and you know, I mean there's some competition at, at some of those spots, and there's some guys getting some opportunities. 
So I think, you know, the O-line is still a work in progress. The interesting thing about the running backs is there aren't that many up in camp. So those guys are, are getting a lot of work right now. So, you know, if there's a, you know, one of the concerns I think for next year was, you know, how, how, you know, where were they going to be at at running back now without Akram Wadley, without James Butler? So, I mean, the guys that are in camp right now that are able to work out are getting a lot of reps and getting a lot of work. And they may be a little bit ahead of the game when we get into August, but there wasn't anything really earth-shattering today. I, 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 there, he said that Chris Politic said there's a Levi Paulson's been hurt, but that's not you know I mean it's not a career you know it's not a it's not a serious thing. It's right now something that's kind of keeping him out of practice, but it's given opportunities for some of the younger guys to step up. So um, you know nothing really earth-shattering today. I mean it's just you can tell that this team. There's still some positions that are work in progress, and, and but I think they're a little further along than what they were a week ago. So, all right, John, uh, the music just cued us. We got to get out of here and get to a, a hard break. So it's always good, though, pal, when you come on with us. Thank you for that great information. All right, have a good one. See you See later. You. Okay. Yep. See ya. There you go, John Bonenkamp. Uh, Always good when he comes on and talks Hawks with us. Man, that segment, uh, we were just starting. Uh, it went way too fast, Trent. Well, we got a still another hour to go, but the big news of today, Isaiah Moss, name in the draft. And, well, he's not going to be selected, Jimmy B. We both know that. No. But if he decides, I'm just going to play professionally, Tyler Cook decides to play professionally, that Hawkeye team is going to have a completely different look next season and uh, something we'll be keeping our eye on. We're getting a break. Coming back on the other side, we got a lot coming your way, kicking it off with some college basketball talk. We'll talk Masters as we take you up until 6 o'clock here tonight. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
Texas Roadhouse will be hosting their annual luncheon benefiting Special Olympics Iowa on Thursday, April the 5th at participating locations throughout the state. Come anytime between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to join Special Olympics for a free lunch served by local law enforcement. The organization and officers just ask that you make a donation to Special Olympics when you stop in. Lunch includes pulled pork, a side roll, and a choice of tea, pop, or water. Texas Roadhouse is a longtime partner of Special Olympics Iowa. All donations made during the luncheon will go to support athletes with intellectual disabilities in Iowa. Participating locations include Ames, Urbandale, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Falls, Coralville, Davenport, Sioux City, Council Bluffs, and Dubuque. Bring the entire family for a tasty meal and great atmosphere, all in support of Special Olympics Iowa. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. There you are. I've got great news. When you use your Capital One Venture card to book and pay for a room on Hotels.com slash Venture, you'll earn 10 miles for every dollar you spend at thousands of hotels. Doesn't that sound amazing? It does. Just like the smooth jazz in this hotel lounge. Wow, Captain Obvious. I didn't realize you were such a jazz fan. I have two loves in my life. This deal and the jazz tuba. (laughs) Clearly, it loves you right back. What's in your wallet? Offer available through January 2020. Capital One Bank USANA. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy BNTC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 